You said you fancy Jennifer Lawrence. Sure, she's a really beautiful Oscar-winning actress. I wouldn't go, I refuse to have sex with this glorious creation. <laughs> Anyone would, even if it wasn't, like, say you were a woman and you weren't even a lesbian, and they went, do you want to have sex with Jennifer Lawrence? You go, well, I might as well. Right. <laughs> wouldn't okay. you, even That's if you were a... heterosexual? She's so beautiful, she's she... so elegant and mysterious. I bet she's probably a pain in the ass. but why wouldn't you, like, just... <laughs> No, she's fantastic. We've had no, her here on the show. Oh, she's come on, great. mate. Anyone can pull it off for ten minutes. I'm nice for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not like this all the time? You don't want to be around when the laughter stops. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when the clown starts to cry. Yeah. I'm so lonely! <laughs> don't understand me! Yeah, it's boring. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm always this guy. I've seen that documentary about him. Shut up. Bullying Never everyone, said... saying he's a genius. <laughs> I'm a genius. Shut up. I'm Mozart. Well, it's kind of a riff. Uh, now, listen, you uh, fell in love uh, oh, once yeah. with, uh, with your Bedtime Stories co-star. Oh, yeah. You did this. Uh, and and uh, beautiful a woman, Teresa Palmer. Teresa Palmer. I think we have a, a photo here of her. Oh, there she Jesus is. Jesus Christ. That's the photo that I keep of her. She's and a, a candid shot. See that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was art. All right. That's her just leaving the office. Anyway, um, you fell in love with this woman and you didn't want to be in love with her, mm. so you used a hypnotist. Is this right? Well, um, yes, Conan. Everything you've said is true, but now I'm going to provide some mitigation. <laughs> What happened was, is I was making a film called Bedtime Stories, yes, yes, and Teresa Palmer, that beautiful woman we just saw turning herself into a sex C. Yeah. Like a letter C, but made out of sex, like Sesame Street for perverts. <laughs> which, oh, in light of recent evidence, is simply Sesame Street. <laughs> Not a bad joke, because the Elmo's a perverts. Okay. 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 There's no reason that. to explain it. Yeah, that was that's good. That's all right, that's out there. Yeah, it's out there. You're good. <laughs> All right, so like uh, I was doing that thing, it's filmed, bedtime stories, and she was so beautiful and so radiant. And when I looked at the beauty, I thought, if I have that beauty in my life, everything else will not matter. That's what I felt to myself, and that's what I think every time I see beauty. Spellbound by its perfection, like somehow it's a conduit to a holy power. So I thought, this is going to prevent me from being able to have sex with all of the extras. <laughs> So I needed to get a hypnotist to unravel the riddle of love so, from my consciousness. So you hired a hypnotist to make you not be in love with Teresa Palmer? I didn't hire him. He's my mate, Paul McKenna. I know him anyway. He's one of those neuro-linguistic programming people that can help you to not... Say you're scared of a dog. Oh, I'm scared of a dog. He'll say, don't be scared of a dog. But he'll say it in such a way that he'll go, I'm not scared of a dog. <laughs> That's hypnotism. So like, uh, well, I'm glad you didn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what he does. Look, uh, it was more complex than that, Conan, but you've disrupted the anecdote. <laughs> Could I ever love you more? Could I ever love you more? Could We're I ever love again. you? <laughs> You're crazy. Now listen. Um, <laughs> now listen, old chum. So uh, you you go ahead. He you yeah, you hired right. him. What do you do? Look, I goes. Look, I'm on this movie. If I fall in love with this woman, it's going to distract me. There's all these beautiful women everywhere. Adam Sandler finds it amusing when I'm chatting up the different girls. He lives vicariously through me. I cannot lose that relationship. Help me. <laughs> he goes, all right. He goes, OK, right. First of all, I said all that down an answer phone, cos he didn't answer. I leave long, elaborate answer phone messages, as you might imagine. Then I got a call back from Paul McKenna, who's a British hypnotist, bespectacled man. He's kind of like this. And he said, he called back and he said, what's the matter, Russell? Some bitch twisting your melon. Right? That's... <laughs> 
what he said. I goes, yes, that is what's happening. I need your help. Hypnotise me. And he goes, OK, so you need to imagine her in acts of sexual congress with increasingly unattractive men. How does that make you feel? I go, really hurt, because I think I love her. And he went, OK, let's try a new technique. Think of her now. Look up to the left, tap your wrist. Look up to the right, tap your wrist. All these neuro-linguistic programming techniques, right? And I tried them all. He goes, OK, think about her having sex with someone else now. How do you feel? I go, I still think I love her. And he goes, OK. Imagine her head on a fat woman's body. <laughs> That's where it got to. What? I quite like big women, so that didn't help either. <laughs> so did any of this work? Well, no, actually, what I did instead is I had sex with her and a relationship with her, and uh, eventually that does get it out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound brutal, but that is the nature of the chemical imperative to procreate. I'm sorry. I didn't design the male libido. It was some monkeys in the old days. <laughs> and possibly a powerful, omnipotent force. We don't know. Uh, 